0: Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Say, Don, is the studio filled yet? I want to go out and talk to the audience. No, Jack, but they're coming in.
1: Anyway, we've got 15 minutes before the broadcast starts.
0: That's right. Mary, isn't it wonderful how people flock to our program?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I hope they applaud a lot.
1: They will if you untie them.
0: (laughs) Oh, stop. Don, let me know when the house is packed, will you? Mr. Mortimer, the sponsor, is coming to the show, and I want everything to go off all right.
2: Okay, Jack. Have your tickets ready, please. This way for the Betty program. Right this way, soldier. Say, Usher, is this the Grape Nuts program? Yes, indeedy. And this is my first week with it. I used to be with Rinso White, Rinso White, Happy to Wash Day Song. <laughs> <laughs> tickets, please. And now you with Jack Benny, huh? Yes, grape nuts flakes, grape nuts flakes, crunchy little munchy food. <laughs> Tickets, please. Hey, Dennis, Dennis, I want to see you. I'm in
0: my dressing room. Just a
3: moment, Mr. Benny. I'm finishing a game of gin rummy. With who? Oh, can't you play it alone?
0: <laughs> well, I'll be. Besides, it's not with who. It's with whom. All right, with whom?
2: Whom? Whom on the ring? And the witch play with what <laughs> Tickets, please Anyway, Dennis,
0: don't you know You can't play gin rummy alone? It's a game for two
3: But I'm only using half the deck I don't care
0: Now come in here Okay Imagine playing gin rummy by himself
2: Right this way, folks For the Great Nuts program Tickets, please Tickets, please Once you're in,
4: you can't get out <laughs> <laughs> Tickets, please Come on, Butterfly. We want to get seats down in front so Mr. Benny can hear me laugh at his jokes. Okay, Uncle Rochester.
1: Say, how come Mr. Benny gave you a day off today?
4: I ain't off. I gotta laugh. (laughs) Come on, Butterfly.
1: Do I have to laugh, too, Uncle Rochester?
4: Yes, honey. I'll nudge you with my elbow. Now, remember, if it's a little joke, you just giggle. Mm Mm-hmm. And if it's a big joke, you laugh real loud. You know, a guffaw with a crescendo finish. (laughs)
2: Mm -hmm. But what do I do if it's a kind of a medium joke?
4: You don't tell them that way, honey. They're either good or bad. (laughs) But don't worry, I'll give you the elbow.
3: Here are two seats, right in the second row.
0: Dennis, I'm sorry I broke up your game, but I wanted to talk to you about your first gag on tonight's program.
3: I want to talk to you about that gag, too. I don't understand it. Do I, Mr. Benny?
0: Well, let's rehearse it anyway We'll be on the air in a few minutes Now, you ask ask me the question Okay Say, Mr. Benny Did you hear about the lumberjack that was always chasing dames? No, Dennis What about the lumberjack that was always chasing dames? He was sort of a timber wolf (laughs) Well There you are, kid.
3: I wish I was taller. Those jokes go over my head.
5: (laughs)
0: Dennis, Dennis, let me explain it to you. Lumberjack, always chasing dames. Lumber timber, chasing dames' wool. Timber wool. (laughs) Oh!
3: See? Oh, now I get it. Your feet hurt from chasing dames.
5: (laughs)
0: Well, look, Dennis, when we come to the gag, just tell it and don't worry about
2: it. Okay. Hey, Jackson. Oh, hello, Phil. You know, I was just thinking, now, if we get a laugh on the program and it runs too long... Yeah? Well, then maybe I can cut the allegro movement of my orchestra number and just leave in the pizzicato for the violins. Yes, yes, you could. And then if we have to,
0: I can fade the last eight measures to pianissimo and then segue, maybe, to the andante. Well, that's swell, Phil, but we'll only do it if we're stuck for time. Say, Jackson. What? Isn't it funny how we fool our audiences and make them think I'm a dumb guy and don't know anything about music?
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that's, that's show business. You, you know. know, next week I might even play something classical, you know, just to show the people I can do it. That's a swell idea, Bill. What would you play? Oh, I don't know. Something by Rimsky Korsakov or Verdi or Schubert or Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> Ernest Hemingway. I had to mention him. He's the guy that taught me how to pronounce Rimsky-Korsakoff. <laughs> oh, I should have known you couldn't get past Rimsky without help. But... Well, see you later, Jackson. Okay.
2: Tickets, please. Tickets for the Betty program. Tickets, please. Just a minute, mister. Yes? You've got to have a ticket. Well, I don't believe I need one. I'm Mr. Mortimer, the sponsor. Oh, come now, chum. You can think up a better one than that. <laughs> But, but it isn't necessary I really am the sponsor Look, buddy All I know is I got a uniform With three pockets And if they ain't Full of tickets At the end of the show I lose my job So don't hold up The line, please Well, I'll just go To the stage door I'm sure I won't Have any trouble there Good luck, mister Tickets, tickets, please Oh, Mary Mary
1: Yes, Jack I want
2: to see you a minute Will you come Into
0: my dressing room?
1: Okay, but you'll have To leave the door open
0: Oh, don't be silly <laughs>
1: Well, what do you want, Jack?
0: Mary, our sponsor, Mr. Mortimer, is in town. He's coming over to catch the show. Be on your toes, will you?
1: Oh, you and your sponsor. With all the money you make on Christmas cards, what are you worried about?
0: (laughs) Well, he's one of my best customers.
1: I thought so. Say, Jack, I'm glad you called me in. I'd like to talk to you about that corny gag you want me to do in the first spot. It's awful.
0: What corny gag? The
1: one where you say to me, Say, Mary, since tonight is Halloween, what shall we have for dinner? Uh Uh-huh. Then I say, let's take the inside out of a frankfurter and have a (laughs) Halloweeny.
0: Mary, we have to do it. I gave my butcher two points for that (laughs) gang. Anyway, what's corny about it? That's the kind of stuff that made Fred Allen. (laughs) You just don't know comedy, that's all. If you... Hello? Long distance? Yeah, she's right here. It's for you, Mary. Plainfield, New Jersey.
1: Oh, it's Mama.
0: Hmm. Fine time to call five minutes before my broadcast. It's
1: all right. She never listens to it anyway. <laughs> hello? Oh, hello, Mama. Well, I'm fine. Gee, it was nice of you to call me all the way from Plainfield. What? You want me to call Papa and tell him dinner's ready? Well, why don't... Oh, you're not speaking to him. Hmm. Yes, Mama. Jack had a wonderful trip through Africa. Yes, that's what he's calling himself now, old blood and guts. <laughs> <laughs> what? What'd you say? <laughs>
0: All right. What's so
1: funny? <laughs> Mama wants to know where you got the blood. <laughs>
0: Tell her I got it all over. Ha, ha, ha.
1: Mama, Jack says he's got it all over. Yeah, I think it does, too.
0: (laughs) I'm going out. I've had enough of this.
1: Say, Mama.
0: All times to call somebody up.
6: Say, Jack, the house is packed
0: now
2: if you want to go out and talk to the audience. Okay, get Phil and Dennis and tell them to stand by, will you? But, lady, I don't need a pass. I'm Mr. Mortimer. Look, mister, I got a job here watching the stage door and nobody gets in without a pass. I know. I know that, but I'm Mr. Benny's sponsor. I don't care if you're a grape nut flake. You gotta have a pass.
6: <laughs> Jack, Jack will be on there in five minutes. You better get out on stage. Okay.
1: Say, hey, Uncle Rochester.
4: What is it, butterfly? Mr.
1: Benny, looks look so very old. I think he's tall, cute, and handsome.
4: You're looking at Mr. Harris, honey. See, his hair is curly. Well,
1: what kind of hair has Mr. Benny got?
4: Mr. Benny's hair is... Uh-oh. I'm in for it. I still got it in my pocket.
5: <laughs> Here it comes
4: now. When I give it the elbow, laugh, honey. Well, well, well. Hello, everybody.
0: Well, folks, we start our broadcast in a few minutes, and before we... I hope I'm not catching cold. Darn that Rochester.
5: (laughs) And before...
0: (laughs) And before we do, I want to tell you a gag about Halloween that'll kill you. As soon as we go on the air, we'll be spooking on a ghost-to-ghost
2: hookup. (laughs) Ha <laughs> Yes, sir.
5: That's lousy,
4: isn't it, Uncle Roger? <laughs> it sure is, honey. But here's my elbow. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: well, it took you a little while. It took you a little while
0: to get that gag, but I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> well, folks, in about twenty seconds we'll be on the air. So just relax.
2: No use all of us being nervous. <laughs> I'm Mr. Mortimer, and I'm Jack Benny's sponsor. I don't need a pass. I don't care who you are. As long as I'm the janitor, you can't come through the window. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
6: Nobody admires efficiency more than I do. Stand by, Jack. We're all set. All right, Don. Let's go. The Grape Nuts and Grape Nuts Flakes program, starring Jack Benny, with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Dennis Day, Rochester, and yours truly, Don Wilson. (laughs) try to start a furnace without any coal, but I'll bet plenty of you go to work in the morning without stoking up properly yourselves, and that's not the way to do your best morning's work. Nutrition experts say that we need at least one quarter of our day's nourishment at breakfast, and they also say that an adequate breakfast should include a cereal with whole grain nourishment. Well, friends, better make your featured dish tempting, moldy rich grape nuts, for grape nuts do bring you those important whole grain food values. grape nuts are so delicious, you'll enjoy them more every time. They have a distinctive sweet-as-a-nut flavor and a crisp, crunchy texture that makes them fun to eat. So start your day with a good breakfast, including crisp, malty-rich grape nuts. You get a plus for nourishment and a plus for pleasure, too. Grape nuts are thrifty, plentiful, and not ration. (laughs) ¶¶ And now, ladies and gentlemen, since tonight is Halloween, we bring you a man who can't wait till it gets dark so he can ring doorbells, tip over ash cans, and write, I love Jack Benny, all over Bob Hope's house. Jack Benny!
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello again, this is Bob Halloween Hope, I mean Jack Benny talking. Don, I wish you wouldn't get me all mixed up Anyway, I'm glad I've still got that old Halloween spirit And I never want to lose it I don't know, it keeps you youthful, vigorous, and happy. Isn't that right, Phil? You said it, Jackson You know what I'm going to do tonight? I'm going to have the time of my life bobbing for apples Bobbing for apples? Well, Phil, isn't that a little too kiddish? When the tub's full of gin
5: <laughs>
0: Oh Oh, 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 oh Oh, oh, oh oh, oh. Wait a minute, Phil You mean to say You mean to say You mean to say You fill the bathtub with gin Just for Halloween? No, no The gin's always there Tonight
2: we just throw in the apples Oh, oh, I see We bob for apples for an hour And then they bob for us Well, Phil
0: that wasn't exactly my thought when I brought up the subject of Halloween. You know, I go for nice, clean, wholesome fun.
1: Yeah, like filling a stocking with mud and smacking a guy in the puss with it.
0: <laughs> oh, quiet! There's a lot of fun you can have without getting rough. Oh, by the way, Mary, since tonight is Halloween, uh, what uh, shall we have for dinner?
1: Uh, let's take the inside out of a frankfurter and have a Halloweeny. ha ha ha! Oh, Livingston, you're a fool, you girl. <laughs> What? (laughs) Well, I guess I saved that one
5: (laughs) It
0: wasn't necessary, that joke was all right
1: If ever a gag needed a convoy, that was it
0: (laughs) Well, look, Mary, if you don't like the stuff I give you, write your own material Maybe I should Hmm, and now, folks Hey, Mr. Benny Oh, hello, Dennis Hello Well,
3: I'm all ready for Halloween, I got my stocking full of mud
0: (laughs) I know, Dennis, but you're not supposed to wear it (laughs) What a kid Oh, by the way, Dennis Is it true that you just got a letter from your cousin Who's a lumberjack? Hmm? (laughs) Oh, boy, here it comes You know, Mr. Benny, that reminds me Did you hear about the lumberjack that was always chasing dames? No, Dennis. What about the lumberjack that was always chasing Dame? He was full of timber
3: (laughs) What? He doesn't get it, folks
0: Look! Timber! Lumber! (laughs) Dennis, stop wagging your tail and get out of here, will you? And now, and now, folks Oh, brother
5: <laughs> And now,
0: folks, I'd like to announce That next Sunday night We will broadcast from the Marine Corps Air Station In the Mojave Desert Where we will do all of our... Come in Uh, Mr. Benny, my name is Getz E.D. Getz mm. I'm a reporter with the International News Service And I came here to get an interview Well, well, what's, uh, what's on your mind, Mr. Getz? Well, I'd like to know more about your overseas tour Where did your trip originate? In Washington, DC. Uh-huh. Uh, did you leave Washington the same time Mrs. Roosevelt did? Who hasn't. <laughs> well, I kind of uh, got one in there myself, didn't I? <laughs> uh, did you go direct to North Africa, or did you make stops on the way? Uh, well, Mr. Getz, uh, I went to Miami, Florida first, where we stopped for about three hours. Then we went on to Puerto Rico. <laughs>
4: I'm sorry, honey. My elbow slipped. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, uh, yes, Mr. Getz. And then uh, we went.
5: <laughs>
0: the names they have here, Mr. Getz. We went from uh, we went from Puerto Rico. We went from Puerto Rico to South America. South America? Well, uh, what countries did you visit there? Well, I was in Colombia, Venezuela, Paraguay. Trinidad? Trinidad, yes. Were you in Brazil? What did you say, mister? (laughs) I said, were you in Brazil? Was I in Brazil? Let me tell you a story, Mr. Getz. (laughs) Come closer. This will be interesting, (laughs) very interesting. Brazil, south of the equator. Come with me, Mr. Guetz, and I will take you to a picturesque little village, warm, tropical, serene, where you will meet a friend of mine, a provincial fellow steeped in the tradition of this peaceful village. I think you will like him. His name is Manuel. (laughs) C, see, senor Guest. You are very fortunate you have met me before siesta time. Now we are alive and busy. Oh, you mean you're Peppy? <laughs> no, no. Last Sunday I was Peppy.
5: <laughs>
0: Today I am Manuel. <laughs> Anyway, senor, uh, soon will be siesta time. I will show you how everybody sleep in the sun. <laughs> everybody here lazy, lazy, lazy. Well, uh, what about the natives? Don't they work? Work? What means this word work? Well, uh... <laughs> Work is when you get up early in the morning and No,
2: no. You jump out of bed and No, 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 no. You throw on your clothes, gulp down your breakfast, rush to the office
0: and. No, 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 no.
2: And for eight long hours you
0: work. No, no, do not tell me more. It is a bad word. I think I wash my mouth with soap. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Excuse me, senor. I lose my temper. But here life is so easy. Everybody sleep. Everybody lazy, lazy.
2: You know, Bessie,
0: Oh, Oh, pardon me. Uh, For what, senor? I I just yawned. Oh, it is you who must pardon me, senor. I forgot to say gesundheit. (laughs) Please forgive. Oh, but you only say height when one sneezes. <laughs> Here, nobody sneezes. Everybody lazy, lazy. <laughs> oh, lazy. Oh, hello, Pedro. That uh, senor was my best friend, Pedro. Well, why didn't he say hello to you? Oh, he, he said hello to me yesterday. Today is my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Come, senor, I take you to Marketplace. Here come my wife on mule. She is on her way home. <laughs> I better wake her up and tell her she is here. <laughs> she lazy, lazy. <laughs> oh, Maria. <laughs> Look, I wake up mule, too.
5: <laughs> Maria,
0: this is my friend, uh, senor Gued. How do you do, senora?
1: True, <laughs> travassa of estupida de
0: what does that mean? I, I do not know. She write her own material. <laughs> 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 you know, Mr. Getz, I must tell you, last week I called my wife, I call her my little cobra. Then I say Claudette Cobra. <laughs> I make what you call ad lib. You know, you know. I ad lib like Senor Eddie Cantor. You know, he got five. He no lazy. lazy
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know? He, he
0: ad lib. Ad lib. <laughs> oh look here! Here come my boy Deniso. Uh, Deniso, I want you to meet my good friend uh, Senor Get. Uh, hello, Deniso. Si, si. You know, senor, Deniso, very funny, boy. Deniso, tell senor joke about your cousin Rodrigo. <laughs> this is very funny. Go ahead, Deniso. Si, si? <laughs> tell him, tell him, Joke.
3: My cousin Rodrigo, he is a tree surgeon, and now business it is so good he is branching
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> You understand, senor, he has cousin tree surgeon who is branching out. Tree, branch, wood. Is that not right, Deniso?
3: Si, si. Lumber.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Senor, it is hard to believe, Deniso, he has such a beautiful voice in his head. Deniso, sing for my good friend. Si, si. (laughs) Listen, listen, senor, he's going to sing.
7: (laughs) Brazil. Brazil. New Brasil Brasileiro, New Malaton Zoniero, Who Cantar nos Muse versos? Where the songs are passionate, and a smile has flash in it, and a kiss has art in it, Or you put your heart in it? And so... I dream of old Brazil, where hearts were entertaining Jews. We stood beneath an amber moon, and softly murmured someday soon. We kissed and clung together there. another day A morning found me miles away With still a million things to say Now when twilight dims the sky above Recalling thrills of our love There's one thing I'm and all return I will
0: How oh, you like that, Senor Gats? Oh, very good. You know, Senor, sometime when he sing, I also play the violin. I think I will play... Come back, Senor Gats! <laughs> I will show you... I will show you... When I play my violin, everybody on the street, they no sleep, they join in and sing. Uh, Maria, get off a mule. You are sitting on my violin. Listen, Senor, you will hear beautiful music here.
4: Grape Nuts Flakes Good to munchy on (laughs) Grape Nuts Flakes For your munchy on (laughs) Grape Nuts Flakes Try a bunch
2: of root Grape Nuts Flakes Nice and crunchy, too (laughs) (laughs) My violin, she had (laughs) (laughs) lean.
4: Grape Nuts Flakes For a new delight Grape Nuts Flakes Morning, noon, or night Mm.
2: Nuts flakes, They are so delish, Grape Nuts Flakes. Makes a tasty dish, Grape Nuts Flakes. Right in calories, Grape Nuts Flakes. Pays our salaries, Grape Nuts Flakes. They cry for it, Grape Nuts Flakes. Please apply for it, Grape Nuts Flakes. Jack would die for it. Grape Nuts!
0: <laughs> you like that, senor? Oh, very much. You're a great violinist. Thank you, senor. You know, when I was a little boy, I first learned to play... What is that? Oh, sounds like a telephone bell. Oh, that's impossible. We have no telephony. <laughs> but I answer it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Si, si. You are where, senor Mortimer? That is my sponsor. He is calling from the El Schwab drugstore. <laughs> he, know, he know, come to the broadcast. He lazy, lazy. <laughs> what you say? Oh, I'm sorry, Senor Mortimer, you could not get into the broadcast. Maybe it is for the best. No, there were not many left. No, 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 senor The jokes, they were very good But the audience, they were lazy, lazy <laughs> Lazy people <laughs> Goodbye, senor <laughs> He nice man, my sponsor If he not too lazy, maybe he'd pick up my option <laughs> Come, senor guest, I take you to my house We can rest up before we go to sleep
6: Well, friends, right now our country is up against a serious paper shortage, and there are three things that you can do to help sell your supply of waste paper to a junk dealer, donate it to some local charity or see your local salvage committee about having it collected. And here's what you can do to help save precious paper right at the source. Buy as many foods as possible in large size packages instead of the smaller ones, because it takes less paper per pound of product to pack in the larger sizes. And as you know, you do yourself a favor too by getting grape nuts flakes in the large size package. You save up to 14 cents on every dollar spent when you buy grape nuts flakes regularly in the large package instead of the smaller ones. And you do your family a favor every time you treat them to Grape Nuts Flakes. That crisp, toasty texture, that sweet as a nut flavor just plain hits the spot. So ask your grocer for Grape Nuts Flakes in the big 12 ounce economy size package.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, tonight the Hollywood Canteen is celebrating its first anniversary there has been a year in which the entertainment industries have tried to supply our servicemen with food, friendship, and fun. It is the least we can do for those who are doing the most. Say, Mary, you want to go with me? I have to go over and rehearse with Burns and Allen. I'm going to be on their program.
1: You are?
0: Yeah, you see, I know. I know, lazy, lazy. <laughs> no, you're a la- lot... Never mind, never mind. Good <laughs> night. Good night. For a hot cereal treat you'll really go for, make it Grape Nuts Wheat Meal, hot member of the Grape Nuts family. Grape Nuts Wheat Meal is luscious with roasted wheat flavor with a distinctive texture that's smooth but full-bodied and substantial. It cooks to perfection in three minutes flat. And Hot Grape Nuts Wheat Meal is a rich brown whole grain cereal, so it's packed with wonderful nourishment. Try Rich Hot Grape Nuts Wheat Meal. This program came to you from Hollywood. This is the National Broadcasting Company.